Hello, welcome. It's UK Cowboys TV. As you can tell from the intro that we've done there, it's not just the post-game show, it's a Thanksgiving extravaganza. Yay! So I should help uh, raise a few smiles after uh, the, well, wet weather, crappy, pissy game we had uh, yesterday. Uh, but as you can see, we've got four of us here today. So it's the post-game show versus the pre-game show. Um, yeah, it's not always a battle, but today it is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll ask the question straight off the bat before we get into the Patriots game. I'll start with uh, you, LDW. Uh, what's your plans for uh, Thanksgiving? You got any plans for Thursday? No, I have an eight-month-old baby, so I don't make plans. I just do as he tells me. <laughs> 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 oh, you got any plans? Yes, it, involve, it involves football, so that, that's, that's the bonus. The Cowboys are playing. That's the that's the main yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. You got any plans, plans, Brian? No, literally, I'm going to watch the Cowboys game. A few beers, maybe maybe a sneaky whiskey, and that'll be about it. All right, and what I sing with you, Jay? Yeah, luckily I've got the rest of the week off because um, I'm going to the snooker in York Wednesday. It was. Christmas present I got my dad last year. Um, it's the world, it's the UK Championship. So all week, rest of the week off. So it'll be beer from Wednesday right through the week now. <laughs> I've got a Saints fan, a Seahawks fan that you know, love a Seahawks fan, 49ers fan, another Cowboys fan, and somebody else. I'm forgetting. That's it. And then yeah. So lots of booze, and then wake up Friday, seeing the house is just a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into the post-game side of the show, and then I'll let you take over, LD. So the Cowboys yesterday, in uh, that extremely wet condition, uh, lost to the Patriots at um, Gillette Stadium, 9-13. to 13. Uh, So we'll start off with a bit of injury news. So the only things, I, I mean, unless any, any of you guys have spotted anything that's come out, Jeff Heath obviously has turned up with a shoulder. Um, I don't know how bad that is. I mean, we'll find out more as the week develops. El, uh, Lake Van Der Esch and Donovan Wilson still on there as well. Uh, any of those guys concerning any of you? I'll start with you, LD. Um, well, I thought Heath looked like he was playing hurt yesterday. I mean, he's still playing hard, but that massive hit he had in the um, fourth quarter looked like it knocked the wind out of him um, a bit. Um, yeah, like like to hopefully get him back. I'd be surprised if um, Van Der Esch was back. It doesn't sound like he'll be back for the um, Thursday's game. Um, yeah. But yeah. Hopefully we can get Keith taped up and good to go. Okay. Um, any of you guys, Jamie? Any? Are you in the same same boat there? Yeah, and say, but just we seem to be missing Van Der Esch quite a bit. I say it's just a shame we, he's got these niggling injuries. Um, but rather have him now than if we do make the playoffs and, and you miss time in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Same there, Brian. Well, that's the president of the Jeff Heath fan club. <laughs> I, I, I can only hope he's 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 fit and ready to go for Thursday. Like I saw that hit, and I've I, I've suffered from shoulder injuries over the years, and I winced when I saw it. That just looked like he'd either popped a shoulder or he popped his rotator cuff. 
Um, and like we we said this pre-season, we're paper thin at safety. Donovan Wilson doesn't look like he's going to be able to play on Thursday. So you're looking at having Dar- Dar- Darian Thompson and Xavier Woods and that's eight of Heath is out. You know, it's 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 just like we're we're reasonably covered at linebacker, but we've nothing at safety if if God forbid Heath is out, you know, otherwise you're looking at switching Byron back and then you're then you're taking a cornerback. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It'll be deadly with pickle, but the, we'll get to uh, the Bills' offense later on in the in the show. But um, go back to my hostess. Uh, obviously, the um, the rain game shown his colours <laughs> for sure um, for the offense. Anyway, um, but is there an offensive MVP that you've got for the Cowboys? Oh, um, I mean, I thought I thought. Zeke played fine. I wouldn't say MVP quality, but he yeah. he was fine. Um, Gallup, when he was involved, looked decent. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think on the performance, there wasn't much standout on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bright, who have you got, mate? Anyone? I, I, I'm with Lauren. Like I, I wouldn't give any of them an MVP. I thought they were all off. You know, I, like I was kind of thinking on the way home, was there anyone worth it? And probably Zeke is about it. You know, did what he could. I think I think it's something we need to really start looking at as our role line. They've been atrocious. Um. So yeah, Zeke possibly that, but that's it. All right, Jamie got an MVP. Yeah, I think Tim's Lauren and Brian have. Nobody really stood out. I think if we wouldn't have gone away from the run, I think he probably would have got it hands down. But yeah, the, the typical Cowboys who went away from the run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, well, this is one thing we'll, we'll go straight into is the O line, um, the issues, the penalties. I mean, Tyron Smith at the moment having a bit of a mare came away in that game. Although one of them was one of the odd trip penalties, he came away with three penalties in that game. Um, so I'll go back to you, ladies first, as they say, O-line issues. So is there anything that concerns you with this O-line going forward or what we've seen so far this season? Probably not even just particularly the O-line, but across the team. It's these constant penalties and it's just sloppiness. You know, we're forever shooting ourselves in the foot. And for some reason, this team just isn't built to come back from any errors they make. You yeah. know, we're, we're obviously all our games are on these fine margins. and you know, we can't keep on constantly turning over the ball or giving away five yards, ten yards on, on penalties all the time. And we saw yesterday a big impact, um, you know, a knock-on effect it had um, with one of the Tyrone um, penalties and then the, the mess-up by um, Ventrell Bryant. And it just gave the pats the ball back again. So, yes, this it's a concern, but it's a team-wide um, issue rather than just O-line in terms of the penalties, I think. Yeah, yeah. Are you the same there, Brian? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd fully agree. Lauren's nailed it there. Yeah, OK. Jay, um, I'll go with you, but I'll, I'll, I'll sort of dig deeper into the question. The um, issue with the tripping penalty, were they trip calls? I think if you look at kind of across the hall now, what what constitutes a penalty and what doesn't. 
the rule book's so wide open now that you can get a penalty for anything, can you? So, yeah. I don't know anymore. <laughs> and that's a crap answer, mate. But yeah, it's just. Yeah. It, I mean, it could be a tripping call this week and next week. The same thing could happen and they won't flag it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's consistency with the calls is really what you're looking mm. for. Um, but uh, here's one that's going to be quite controversial, which I'm going straight to Lauren for. On the fourth down, late in the game, should they have gone for it or gone for the kick? And then hopefully, because, I mean, bear in mind, the defence has kept uh, the Patriots at bay for, for the most part of that game. So was that a good call or a bad call, in your your opinion? Uh, I, I think it's it's one of those. It's a bad call because it you know didn't come off. If it had come off, it would have been a good call. Um, it's not. I'm, I'm certainly. I don't feel particularly strongly um, either way. You know, it, for me, I'd have gone. I would have gone for it there. But I can see why they didn't. You know, and the defense were um, playing well. But you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I think um, Rich said on, on Facebook, and I think it is one of those um, one of those calls, really. Yeah, like like you say, it's the, the hero or the zero situation. You know, you, you know, if you do the kick and then you get the ball back and win, then it was an amazing call. If you don't, <coughs> you're in the situation. Are you are, are you in the same opinion, Bry, or do you think I that am? Is- but like what what baffled me about that about it was we we went ran on fourth and tried passing on second and third down like Zeke was was making an impact given the ball just given the ball on second down the team is built for the run you know just give it to him and I just I just felt it, it's typical Garrett it's it's conservatism it's I'm not. I, I'll. I'll play the percentages. You know, he's not going to miss a kick, but you know, we'll, we'll get another chance. For me, it's try and punt it in, or you're going to keep him inside their own five yard line, and you're making them go ninety five yards down the field. Whereas that's what ended up happening to us. You know, and mm. we couldn't do it. If if you punch in the touchdown there, you still have a chance potentially to win the game with a field goal, but. You know, we didn't have it. No. Just, yeah. that, that was the disheartening thing. But I agree, yeah, yeah damned, if you, damned if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all in the same opinion. Are you the same there, Jay? Yeah, I think it was a scrappy game. Um, yeah. So it, it, may, it just needed something maybe to to kick it into, into the next year. And I say, the old saying, no guts, no glory. Um, so I would would have liked to have seen him go for it, but couldn't understand why they didn't like yeah. Like Lawrence said, you know what I mean? If you go for it and you get it, you know what I mean? It's a masterstroke. If not, then pretty much 95% of the Cowboys nation is carrying on because we went for it and didn't go for it. So just just more for, because it was a scrappy game, so it would have been nice to see us go a bit a bit un, unconservative, if that's even a word. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I'll go with that. It, it, <laughs> if it's not a word, we've just made one, and it worked. Oh, Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on one side of the ball, the, the defence, as we were just mentioning, um, they were actually quite decent, even in short, they were getting short fields. Um, I know, obviously, the weather permitting uh, helped as well. Um, but do you have you got a, a defensive MVP there, then, Lauren? Um, 
I I mean, I'm a big Tank fan. I think um, he gets disrespected quite a lot by a significant amount of the fan base just because he's not on 10 sacks. But he's yeah. so disruptive. I mean, he's in and around um, the quarterback, even if he's not actually sacking him. Um, he's still causing disruption. So, mm. you know, it was, a, it was a pretty shoddy game all round. Um, mm. But Tank was there making plays, so I'll go with him. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, at the end of the day, um, where we look at, come on, we with five tackles and a tackle for a loss. Um, so yeah, and I mean, in a game where it was more on the ground, and that's where Tank pretty much uh, makes his money. But right, you've got a defensive MVP, mate. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd echo what Lawrence says again about Tank, but I'll, I'll, I'll go for Jalen Smith. He seemed, yeah. uh, seemed to anticipate a lot of what was going on made intelligent decisions um around him and you know again he's he's been the most consistent and outstanding player we've had all year. Okay. Uh Jimmy, have you got a defensive MVP? Anyone different? Yeah, probably Echo Lawrence, maybe maybe Lawrence we say we we were a bit we were a bit shoddy against the run at times, but they say when when Brady had ball and I mean we weren't giving him in a lot of time and yeah we might not have got to him all the time but we, we were affecting the past at times yeah. so yeah you know, say it's, it's, it's hard because it was such a shoddy game like you say so I don't think we could really see what this, this defence could have done against against that quarterback but mm. you know I mean they, they kept him fairly quiet so yeah to say, and I think Tank had a lot to do with that mm. yeah and you can't forget that you know the Patriots O-line's slowly coming back up um, to what expectations were before the season. Um, but the turnovers, uh, we're now on minus two in turnover differential. Is it a concern then, Lauren, that they, they're still not getting the takeaways? Absolutely. It's been a concern for this team for, I think we harp on about it every um, every yeah. episode. You know, yeah. I've lost track now of how, you know, when's the last time we had a... a player that can go and get his hand on the ball regularly you know yeah. we're, we're just crying out for it year in year out and nothing changes yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh concern for you still brian yeah it is it's massive like i mean the fact that we're in minus figures and we're 11 games into the season it's just not good enough it's yeah. it's it you know you, you were hoping last night you know right defense the defense performed very well you're hoping for a big play but you're just looking and going who's who's going to make that big play and i couldn't name one person that i thought would make it you yeah. know so yeah yeah all right and um, jamie i know me and you have spoken at length about this but i'll, I'll ask you <laughs> i'll ask you again uh, have you got a you know is it still because I think we rank because um, we started to do a bit better. I've written it down somewhere. I think we rank maybe twenty fourth in turnover differential. Yeah, I've written it down somewhere. It's yeah. I mean, it's yeah, twentieth. Ah, we rank. No, it, it, it's it's not good enough. Do you know what I mean, we um, you you need to be. I mean, you need to be turning that ball over. I mean, you need. You know what I mean, if it's getting getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands or the receiver's hands, and or in interceptions, like I say, we we God knows how. I mean, I bet if you look through every single episode, both the pre and post game shows, we, we 
it's one of the things that we're probably consistently harp on about. It's it's just not good enough. And like 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 honestly, we've been screaming out for years for. I mean, for someone who can who can get that ball out of the air on the defensive side, and even even a run stuffer. Do you know what I mean to try and get the ball out that way? And it's just we just haven't got that kind of player. Yeah, yeah. Ironically, they're the sort of guys that the Bills have got. <laughs> Yeah, um, which leads nicely uh, uh, to a segue. Um, do you want to do the mailbag at the end of your section at the very end, LD? Does that work for you? Yeah, I don't mind. Whatever. I haven't got the questions in front of me, so if you uh, yeah, up, I, I'll get questions up, and uh, I'll let you take over the things and do the pre-game show. Um, cool. So over right. to me. Let's try and have a bit of positivity. It's hard <laughs> yes. after doing it so soon after uh, last night's game. So we're off um, back at home against the eight and three Bills. Um, are we surprised at how how the Bills have fared so far this season? Yeah, Mike, we'll, we'll go with you. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a team that is the, the AFC East consists of Patriots, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for them to do as well as they've done, especially with the quarterback that they've got. Because um, I always say quarterback, 99% of a quarterback's game is between the years. And Josh just does not have it between the years. And you see it. I mean, I I, was, <laughs> I know we've got like very good friends, in fact, from UK Bills. So I, I, I maybe should edit that out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, you know, it is surprising. The, the, the thing that's carrying at the moment is their defence. Their defence and their special teams, very much like the Patriots, really. The defence and special teams are what's carrying them forward. Yeah, so they're 8-3. They're and three. Their only losses have come against the Pats, the Eagles, and probably surprisingly most, the Browns. Um, yeah. Looking at them, statistically, this is going to be battle of the defence between the Cowboys and... Um, the Bills, they're um, ranked third in passing defence. We're surprisingly ranked sixth. Um, mm-hmm. They're 15th in rushing defence and we're 16th. Um, how are we going to beat them, Brian? What's our, our game plan got to be? I, uh, I think we've just got to run it down their throats. I really do. I think... It's it's a key. It's 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 a game we have to go after and just run it down their their throats and attack the middle. Keep attacking the middle because their numbers on defense are just they're ridiculous. Like I just checked just while we were talking, they have something like thirty three sacks. Yeah, you know that's that's a crazy number. Like that's that three game. Um, They've seven or eight interceptions. They've similar numbers and fumbles. It's a game where we've got to protect the ball mm-hmm. and establish the run and just let Zeke go nuts. Yeah. Um, probably there's a bit of um, a name worth highlighting. Um, I know Jamie used to be a big favourite of yours, was actually a UK Cowboys fan favourite, um, but we've gone right off that hot sauce now. Mr. Cole Beasley will be returning to, to Dallas. Um, are we sensing a revenge game for him here? What do you reckon? Oh, I, I think he's going to be all out to have, have his career game for the Bills, isn't he? Um, <laughs> I think he would have been chomping at a bit when the the, um, the 
schedule came out, but I hope he has an absolute mare. I really do. He's burnt his bridges with Cowboys fans. <laughs> so, so as obviously bees went to um the bills and we picked up randall cobb from the the packers so bz's got four touchdowns to cobb's three this year um bz's averaging just under uh 50 yards a game and cobb's on nearly 60 um would anyone wish it was we still had bz over cobb or are we happy with cobb mike don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, statistically, they're pretty much the same, you know, mm. really. Uh, styles of play are different. The only difference that between Cole and Cobb is, is the touchdown. But, you know, Cobb's got the two fumbles, but they've got the same amount of drop passes as well, which is quite surprising for Cole, because Cole's renowned for being, you know, a ball magnet, not dropping the ball. But they're both on two drop passes. So, I mean, basically, the styles of the game are the same. The only thing I will say is Cobb in the last sort of two or three games seems to, uh, there, there's that connection all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, that yeah. Seems to, to be making an impact perhaps a bit more regularly than what um, Cole did with um, Dak. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian, Jamie, would any of you take Beasley back over Cobb? Go on, Jamie. Um... No, I think I say especially the last few weeks, Cobb's, Cobb's come on really well. Um, mm. And like I say Dak's got not that he didn't trust he didn't trust um, Beasley, but he just it's it. There seems to be something there, and he, I mean, he seems to be picking the right passes off Dak to to Cobb. So I, yeah, I, I wouldn't change it personally. Yeah, I think two weeks ago, if you'd asked me this question, I would have said I'd, I'd take Beasley, but. The connection seems to be coming together now with Dak and Randall Cobb. So I I take Cobb just about, but you know, ask me tomorrow, I'd probably tell you I'd take Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is very much um, Bills are kind of like built on their their defense. Um, offensively, I mean, Josh Allen's the leading um, touchdown scorer. Um, he's got seven rushing touchdowns. John Brown making himself a bit of a nuisance. He's got five. Um, mm. I think there's a couple for, for Gore and Singletary. Um, yeah. Not much to write home about in the, the rush game, but it was good to see. I mean, I, I think most people um, like Frank Gore and what he's done, so it was good to see him um, overtake Barry Sanders yesterday for rushing yards. Um, how are we going to stop Josh Allen? Uh, is that going to be the key to, to stopping them? I, I, I think it's going to go back to, to this the, these stats that Mike talked about in, in the preseason game uh, or one of our preseason shows about Josh Allen and trying to get him to throw short passes. That mm. is, his, his rating was something, was down at something like 20 yes. you know, for, for, for intermediate routes. That's what we got to do. Take take away the deep ball on him, make him throw short and intermediate routes, and he will crumble. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just it's, it, the thing is, is is his mobility that's more scary than his passing, and unfortunately for the Cowboys' defense, we struggle against the run. So yeah. Yeah, and like you, you know, you were talking about Singletary. I mean, like he's on f just over four hundred yards for the season, but mm. like 
180 yards of that come in the last two games. Yeah, he's, he's fast. He's very quick. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that uh, it's an awkward one because I, I'm trying to think of how you, what, what you would do. do. Do you contain him and not go for the sack because you're worried about overrunning him because he's so mobile? Yeah. I mean, that's been, uh, we haven't really faced a quarterback like him so far this year. He's probably going to be the most mo- mobile one we've um, come up mm. against, really. Um and uh, I'd say my biggest concern with our linebackers has been the overshooting um, of the tackles sometimes. And again, that's that's probably coming with that, with the lack of pressure we're getting through the middle. Um, yeah. Make him sit. I don't know that he's been sacked twenty three times this year. So um, bit of bit of Quinn, Lawrence, and Bennett through the middle maybe. Yeah. Um, see what they can do. Um, yeah. What about on the flip side then? Their defense is is pretty tasty. Um, Tredavious White four interceptions. Jordan Phillips seven sacks. Shaq Lawson five sacks. Yeah, it just goes on, doesn't it? Yeah. all around. And ironically, like statistically, you know, you'd say statistically, oh, that's a good defense. I would say that that isn't a true picture of their defense. It's probably better than what it looks like statistically. You know, mm. yeah. I, I, they, you know, you can tell that that's the route they went in the draft because they just went out and got more defensive players. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you were saying, Ed Oliver. You know, there's a guy who's a, 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 probably a guy that would slot in nicely for the Cowboys. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that kind of up space in the middle, or, or you know, even Chap Lawson. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, who's our? Oh, well, let's start with the the Bills D then. Who's the our? Man to watch for each of you. Who, who's your danger man, so to speak, on the Bills' defense? Brian, let's start with you. I'm I'm going to go for a name that we haven't called out yet. Jordan Poyer. He always yes. seems to seems to be around the ball. He seems to make big plays. He, he he's one of the leaders on their defense. You know, now his numbers might not stack up against the others, but. He just seems to have an impact and just that ability to 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 keep keep the the bills in the game, you know. So he'd be he'd be my one to watch. Good shout. What about you, Jamie? Um, say Ed, Edmonds has put himself about a bit this year, yeah. but um, yeah. you mentioned him earlier, uh, to Davis White when he came out of the draft. He was one of my favourites, and it was somebody I was hoping. Would fall to the Cowboys, and he's he's shown that he's he's going, he's going to be a really good player in this league. So I'd probably yeah, probably I'd go with, with White. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mike? I I would say why because obviously that that's the the obvious. But I'm being a, a Texas A&M fan. I've seen plenty of him. You know, playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, LSU guy. So you can't complain with LSU defensive backs. At the end of the day, I mean, they're doing it again this year. Um, I mean, we mentioned Ed Oliver, Shaq Lawson, you, you mentioned Poyer. So I think the only other guy who's a threat is one of the linebackers from Boston College a few years ago, Matt Milano. Yeah, he's really good. good. Yeah, he, he's a guy. He's very much um, like like our Jalen Smith, you know, who's always sniffing around the ball, you know, getting his getting his face in there getting D. So he's going to be my guy. Yep, good shout. Um, 
are we going to get a bounce back game for Amari Cooper? Obviously, zero receptions, zero yards last night. I mean, he was very unlucky that that um, with the mm. the dive catch, really close to to getting a reception there. Um, I don't know how the Bills operate if they're going to have to put a man on him, follow him around. Uh, we expect a big game back from him. I mean, to be fair, Cooper's probably someone who who doesn't care as long as we get the win. But... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the great thing about Cooper. He, he, if he caught no ball at all, he wouldn't care so long as we won. And it's yeah. great to see. I don't think we're going to have a huge bounce back game from him. I think it might be a game where he goes for 100 or 120 yards, maybe a touchdown. But, you know, in terms of a huge Amari Cooper game, I don't think we're going to get that. Okay, let's flip it then. So we've done the Bills D. Let's go to the Cowboys offense. Who's going to be our man to watch? Brian, do you want to go first? Yeah, I said it already, Zeke. It's got yep. to be Zeke this week. I think I think the run has has started back a bit, and I think it's a, it's a game where you can't throw the ball wild, wild or you know fast and loose. I think it's a game where we got to protect the ball, and that's that means running it through Zeke. If that's thirty times in the game, I don't care. Protect the damn ball. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, you with with that? Yeah, I probably won't say. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go player. I'm gonna. It probably sounds very cliche, but stick with what's working well. If the run's working, stick with the run. Last night the run was working, and we did a typical Cowboys thing. Went away from it, and then with the, the dummy in the game just fell away. If the run's not working and, and Dak's balling out and he's getting to receivers, stick with stick stick with the passing game. Like I said, just stick with what works. I know it sounds boring and so cliche, but we get to that point in the season now where I mean wins are sorry losses are going to start hurting now. We're getting to the business end. So if like I said, yeah, whichever's working, as long as we get the win, just, just let's just keep with what we're going. Don't don't just start. Pissing about and changing it, and let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. you, Mike? Who's your? Man? I was going to say the same. I was going to say more ra- rather than a player, a running game. So I think that it's yeah. going to be on the road. So you know, you're talking Dax mobility, Zeke, and Pollard. Um, you know, and throw a bit of Tavon Austin in there as well. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go. I, I'll actually, I'm going to go Dak just to be different. So. Yeah, I'm going to say Dak, but more of the running game that he can provide, you know? Yeah, I feel we've eased off on that a bit with Dak this year. Um, he, I mean, yeah. he's, he's improved tenfold, hasn't he? I mean, he's looked... Um, oh. you know, yeah. Obviously, last night wasn't his uh, greatest game, but then whose was it? Um, uh, but yeah, he's looked uh, good this year. But if we can get him running a bit more, that'll be, be nice. Um, okay, then. Um, Bill's offence. Is there anyone other than Cole Beasley we're looking at in this game? I know, I know, Mike. Give him a bit of stick here, but I, I, I like, I do like. He's took that step from last year, but like you say, if, if you get it, if he gets out of the pocket, then he's gonna. That's where he's, he's gonna potentially hurt us. So I'd, I'd probably be looking at Alan. Yeah. The ball. Yeah, for me, I'm gonna look at John Brown. I think, like, for a guy who's who's nearly 900 yards receiving, and he's not even even talked about. Yeah, you know, it's 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 scary, and 
our cornerbacks are giving up significant yards this year. It's just it's frightening how much they, they give up. And if if Josh Allen starts uncorking, we could be in trouble. Yep. Mm. Um, I think I'll go. I'll go with a guy we mentioned earlier, Singletary. Mm. Uh, purely on the basis because our, our run defense at the moment is just getting shredded, and even Sonny Michelle. <laughs> a good game, you know, he's been fairly quiet on the season. Uh, I know that's the Patriots running backs for you. But, um, you know, I think Singletary will have a good game. They, they'll have, they'll they'll sprinkle a bit of gore in there um, just yeah. because of who he is. He doesn't seem to, you know, it's like an armoured tank. He never wants to stop. And, you know, the guy's like 98 years old. And he's still... <laughs> <laughs> Impressive for the position, you know. That's more. I, I think the fact that he's playing at such a late age, that's probably more impressive than the fact that he's taken over Barry Sanders. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay then. So how are the Cowboys going to stop um, those Bills danger men on defense? Who's our Who's our key man? Mike, let's start with you this time. It's got to be the defensive line. The, the defensive line is where it's going to start and end. If they can get pressure, they can contain Allen, contain Singletary, the rest will fall into place. Yeah. Jamie? Yeah, I agree. Get that pressure up the middle. Like I say, keep, him, keep Allen in the pocket. And I think the rest of the, um, the defensive um, game plan will, will fall in nicely. Yeah, Thank you. I'll, I'll I'll echo that as well, but I'd I'd also like to see the linebackers um, play very very smart this week. And as much as we want the defensive line to contain and keep Josh Allen in the pocket, we want to see the the linebackers hold their position in the middle of the field and not rush. Because if they do and get attracted and honey pot on the ball, Josh Allen could start carving them asunder. And I I prefer to see them contain and just. You know, if it's four or five yards, make Josh Allen make that throw. Not great at it. I mean, um, so the Cowboys obviously still lead in the um, NFC East. Uh, the Eagles are a game behind. Um, but the Eagles have statistically the easiest schedule now in the whole of the NFL. Um, and we don't, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, is it still the Cowboys to lose? Are we still confident we're going to make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with Brian, yeah. They control their own destiny at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the Eagles look pretty awful, haven't they, the last couple of games? So that certainly goes for us. Um, What do you reckon, James? Is it going to come down to that that game against the Eagles? Yeah, I think think it will do. Like I say, it's it's good to be in the position that you see in our own destiny, isn't it? And, um, And kind of not going off track, but I think what um what also kind of makes me happy is that they've got Carson Wentz at quarterback. They um somebody said it earlier on. What is it? They they guaranteed him a hundred odd million in the next couple of years in his play, and he is honestly he's playing like he should be benched. Um, yeah. And the the longer that keeps going, let, let them let them shoot themselves in the foot. I mean, we if we can keep doing what we're doing, I say. It's going to get to the point where they're just going to completely implode out there. Yeah. Let's yeah. have our 
take then for the game? So Thursday's game against the Bills, what's our hot take? Be a prediction, it could be something that's going to happen, can be a score. Can, can, can I can I not do on this one this week, especially after my crappy hot take last week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, can be the, you can be the anti-hot take, you can be the cold take. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with a, a nice hot take here that will put a smile on people's faces. I don't know how he's going to get it, but Zeke's going to go for a hat trick. Oof. So when I, I think maybe two on the ground and one receiving touchdown, I think. That's the way I go. So that's mine. Um, that's an interesting one. I was just there going... When you started that off, Mike, I was going, damn it, you're going to take what I'm about to say. So my interesting hot take is we're going to we're going to um, we're going to change our turnover numbers and we're going to end up in a positive position by the end of this game. I think we're going to have a couple of fumbles and a couple of interceptions. And I think there is a potential. I'm not saying it's going to happen. There is a potential we will get a defensive touchdown. Um, I think the game will end up 27-16 in our favour. Give us a cold take. Um, Dak is going to throw for more than 300 yards and he's going to have a rushing touchdown as well. Mm. Nice. Mine was going to be Dak will have a rushing touchdown but um, Josh Allen won't. How about that? Uh, Mm. Nice. Cool. So we're kind of semi-positive now. So should we shoot over to the mailbag? <laughs> yeah, all right then. I mean, the, the, the mailbag, mind you. Bear in mind, this is it's going to bring us back down to earth. <laughs> 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 Let's just finish off low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I, I'll find. I'll do a question for you guys to bring it back up again. Um, uh, okay, Jason's saying Keith Quinn. Uh, does he live to see the Thanksgiving game as a coach? So that's the special teams coach. I'll start with you, Lauren. Yeah, um, I think he does because it's such a short turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> but I see what you get, you know, with special teams being just like a complete pickle at the moment, you know. Special teams um, team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the same, Brian? Is he staying? Yeah, yeah, he'll 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 survive the season. I I I don't think Jerry's going to make any changes before the end of this season. It's we all we all know Gareth's gone at the end of the season, and you know whoever comes in is going to want their own coaches. So, you know, everyone's going to change at that stage. Yeah, yeah. You 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 think the same, Jay? Yeah, I think if we'd have had a losing record at this stage of the year, then we might have seen some changes. But although we know there's parts of this team that a bit that's pretty broken, um, like I say, we're still at the top of the East. It's still in our own destiny. So I don't think Jerry's going to want to upset the apple cart, is he really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Steve, Steve Manford, he kind of, we, we touched on it just now about our schedule in comparison to the Eagles. But what he's asking is based on the fact that Eagles have such an easy uh, schedule going forward. Like, they've got the Dolphins, for instance, this week. Um, mm. Do you think we cannot afford to lose a single game this season based on that, Lauren? Um, 
the way the the Eagles are playing make me feel a bit more confident that we could drop another game. Um, yeah. But no, we can't be going in obviously with that with that attitude. Um, we want to win every game from here on in. So let's see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you thinking the same, Brian? When I yeah yeah the Eagles are giving me the warm and fuzzies. You know they're, they're just imploding all over themselves. Like, I mean, I I watched the end of their game yesterday, and you were just you were just seeing the stadium emptying out. You're seeing the fans booing, and I mean, we all know that the the Eagles fans are the worst in the league. But, yeah, yeah. You know they just gave up on their team yesterday, and you know like Wentz just looks like a shadow of the player he was two years ago. They don't have receivers. The running backs are falling at a rate of knots. They just can't score. You know. Do they so, score Jay Ajayi? The 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 British <laughs> born Jay Ajayi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, like I I'm I'm going to give another hot take this week. I think the Dolphins might turn them over. Ooh, ooh. Love it. Wow. I, I, yeah, there you go. Love it. I've, I've so, said it out loud now and it probably won't happen. No, well, so, you, you say that, mind you, the line's uh, lost. It's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know if you want to take back over. I mean, we'll leave that at the mailbag there. The rest are just more um, penalty questions, which we've already answered online. Yeah. So do you want to finish us off then, Lauren? Cool, yeah. So I think that's a wrap. So hopefully you'll be joining us. Um, oh, it'll be a different timed um, post-game show, I guess, next week. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. We haven't worked that one out yet, but there will be a post-game show after the Bills. So be sure to follow us everywhere. We are UK Cowboys fans. This has been the UK Cowboys fan TV show. Um, I have been co-hosting tonight. I'm Lauren and with Mike, and we've had Jamie and Brian with us. Um, Follow us everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, we're there. We are UK Cowboys fans, the number one UK fan base in the UK for the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? And have a good Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs>